welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This month, we're beginning the new month of ER, and um, it's interesting. It's the second month of the year. Incredibly, we're already in the second month of the year. And I read a beautiful article written by Sarah Schneider called A Month of Healing. And uh, she talks about how the month of ER is a very, very special day. It's a very special month because every day of the month, we're counting the omer. So every day of the month, we're bound uh, by a, a commandment that is bounded by time and we perform uh, we perform it. So there's not one day that goes by in the whole month that we're not doing something to rectify ourselves, to refine ourselves, to, to elevate ourselves, to become better people. So if Nisan is the birth of our nation, because in Nisan, when we celebrate Pesach, we're celebrating the birth of the Jewish people, the month of Yar could be viewed as our infancy. So you know, infancy, when the kids are growing up, they have to go through many uh, stages of maturity. Like you see a little two-year-old kid and he has a tantrum because he wants a lollipop at 6.30 in the afternoon and there's no way to come to make sense into his head that this is a time that he has to have dinner and that he cannot have a lollipop at that time. He has no maturity. He cannot understand the logic of why the mother wants him to eat broccoli and meat instead of having that lollipop. So he'll start crying and, and throwing tantrums and doing whatever he can to get the lollipop. As a person matures, as a child starts growing up, then he starts refining these character traits. He starts understanding why he cannot have a lollipop at 6.30 in the afternoon. So you're not gonna have a 15 year old throwing a tantrum at his mom at 6.30 because the mother doesn't give him a lollipop. He'll throw other types of tantrums because he's in a different stage of his life. So the month of ER is, is, is seen as, a, as, a, as like the stage of infancy that a person has to go through. It's a, it's a time of refinement, of growing, of maturing, of elevating ourselves. And then all this is done so we can come to Shavuot, which is in the month of Sivan, in which we receive the Torah and it's like our betrothal. So it's like the life of a person. First he's born, Nisan is the birth of the nation. ER is the infancy, is growing up, growing pains. And uh, eventually we have to come to getting married and building a life and having children. And this is the whole purpose of man. So here we see that every Hebrew month is linked to a sense of the body which connects it to an organ and the sense of this month is called hirhur in hebrew which means to think and, and ruminate it's like it's not thinking with emotions it's thinking with your intellect it's understanding why things have to be done in a certain way using your intellectual faculties that which is under a wisdom understanding and knowledge and coming to to understand everything around you and, and then uh, the organ that is uh, connected to this sense, that is the organ of the month, is the right kidney. So the right kidney is connected to the sephira of Netzach, and Netzach means endurance, victory, uh, never giving up. And the mysticism teaches that the, the kidneys are the subconscious instinct, instinctive root of emotion 
as opposed to the heart area. So in the sephirat, however, we're counting every week a different sephira, different um, uh, attribute of the emotional attributes. So there's first three of them, which are Hochma, Bina, and uh, sorry, these are the intellectual. From the emotional are Hesed, Gevura, and Tiferet. And Hesed, Gevura, and Tiferet, imagine they are in the in the right shoulder, in the left shoulder, and in the in the in your chest. If this is what if you could visualize them, because it's, this is the tree of life. And so these ones are conscious emotions. They're conscious. Like when you feel pain, you feel pain, you know why. I'm sad. I'm sad because of this. I lost my job or, or my kid is not feeling well. You can pinpoint where your emotional feelings are coming from, of kindness, of, of, of strictness, and of compassion, of, of, of harmony. But according to Kabbalah, the link that joins a parent to a child is first and foremost at the level of the kidneys and the children inherit uh, it, the parents instinctive instinctive unrectified and rectified roots of emotion so each family tree and this is very interesting is is a bloodline it's a bloodline and a lineage of neurosis which metaphorically parents transmit to their children through their kidneys and this is refers as the lower area of the body defined by the lower three sephirot. So the lower three sephirot would be Netzach, Hod, and Yesod, which Netzach is the right kidney, Hod would be the left kidney, and Yesod would be the genital area. And these ones are instinctive. They're not intellectual. They're instinctive. They come out from your instincts. And so the, the Netzach, which means victory, endurance, hot, which means humility, splendor, and yesod means bonding, foundation. Uh, the, those include the kidneys, the adrenals, and the reproductive system, uh, the complete reproductive system. So when Kabbalah refers to the kidneys as the link between generations, the entire lower torso, which produces the next generation. So every cell in a child's body contains something of the physical material of its parents' DNA, both in the physical and in the spiritual. And there's a story that I heard many years ago that uh, Rabbi Manny Spritman told us in a lecture. And he was talking about a man that used to come to him, very successful man, a beautiful family, good job, good income, nice house, nice kids. But he always had this feeling that he wanted to kill himself. He, he's, he was suicidal. And so he went to talk to Rabbi Manny Friedman. He says, look, I don't understand. I have no reason to feel this way. I have a beautiful life. I have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful children. My life is okay. I, I, I have no reason to have this need to kill myself, but I don't know. There's something inside of me that draws me to go and kill myself, and I can't. Sometimes I can't contain it. So Rabbi Manis Friedman, who is very intelligent, asked him, "Tell me about your family, about your parents. Tell me about them." So he said to Rabbi Friedman, "He says, you know, my mother and my father, they were Holocaust, they're Holocaust survivors, and they lived in the in Auschwitz. And when my mother came into Auschwitz, she was pregnant with me." And uh, my mother didn't want to live. She wanted to die. 
because she couldn't imagine bringing a life into this horrible reality. And she always had this want to kill herself. So Rabbi Manny Friedman told him, you know, this is where it comes from. If you see, it's, it's, it's being transmitted to you. And this is what exactly uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah, um, Sarah Schneider is talking about. She's talking about how we transmit to our kids our neuroses, which are transmitted to us by our parents and their parents. And we have to break this circle, this cycle of neurosis. How do we break it? By working ourselves with the sephirots. So the further something is from the head, the more unconscious it is. So both nature and nurture are generally unconscious. When this man understood where this need to kill himself came from, he completely got rid of it because he could pinpoint where it came from. The moment he could recognize where it came from, at that moment he, he was okay and he could live on. He understood it. So me mechanics of conception and reproduction are not under our conscious control. We don't control that. It's not in our control. And this is why children learn little from what we say and most from what we do. So if you want to educate your kids well, educate yourself first. If you, you cannot ask your child to be something that you're not. You have to be what you want your kids to be. So by rectifying ourselves through the counting of the Omer, we are able to balance and align our patterns of thought which define our patterns of our life. And how do we know this? Because try to be aware tomorrow and think and, and look at what your thoughts are. Try to, we're always thinking about something. You're walking in the street, there's something in your head. You're eating, there's something in your head. There's always something in your head. Try to be aware of what you're thinking about during the day. And what you're thinking about is what, uh, it's what the way you live, because this is how it is. So the first thing to rectify is to be aware to be, be aware of what drives our, our head. Some people, is fear. Some people are always petrified about things and they're always thinking about petrifying things. Some people are always thinking about what other people have. So look at what you're thinking about. Then you label, you put a category to your thoughts. So for example, if you're thinking about your girlfriend and how what a wonderful husband she has, and that you would love that your husband would be like her husband, and that you love her hair, that she's blonde and blue eyes, and you're thinking about the beautiful house they have, then this label, this category would be named jealousy. And the third category, category is truth to rule over the thought with a technique that is known in Hasidut as Hasidut Yehudim. And what it does is that we do a, a counter statement to a counteractive statement to whatever our thought is like if we fall into the category of jealousy which this is the the example we're using then you would say oh hashem has given me everything that i need and he gives me what i he doesn't give me what i don't need everything i have and what i don't have is exactly what i need in my life to be able to fulfill the purpose for which i was created i should be happy with my lot and understand that this is what Hashem wants from me. And you go against the current, you go the other way. 
and this is called a counteractive statement. And by doing this, every time that you have these negative thoughts in your head that really make you live up to them, because if you're thinking about your friend of what she has and what you don't have, then you're not gonna be such a nice person and you're not gonna be such a nice friend. You're always gonna have that feeling inside of resentment and, um, and envy. So you're not gonna be the best you can be. So you have to really counteract those feelings to be able to live up to the best version of yourself and live in a rectified and refined way so your kids can also learn from you and learn in this way. I remember my, in my life, I've never experienced jealousy, ever. I don't know what that means. I've never wanted anything that someone else wants. Not only that, I'm happy for what other people have. I really gives me pleasure to see that other people are happy. And one day I was like meditating on this, on this, like why, why, why there's some people who have to struggle so much with this. And for me, it's not a struggle. And my sister is the same thing. So I was looking at my, looking at my childhood and thinking about my ma mother and the way she raised us up. She never talked about other people's things ever. She never compared herself to anybody. She never was looking at where other people were going on vacation. She was never uh, saying, oh, this house is so beautiful, our house is so little, never. And we lived in a little house. My friends had big houses. I never felt I didn't have a big house. Like many years later, when I was grown up, my mother took me back to see where the house used to stand. It was a lot now if they had towed the house away. And when I looked at the, at, the, at the piece of land, it was super small. I couldn't believe, but for me as a child, I lived in a beautiful house. Never thought I lived in a small house. So everything is the way you perceive things. So, so here uh, we see that everything I have and what I don't have is exactly what Hashem wants from me. And this is the way that we should perceive our lives in every situation. So when we are able to heal these negative character traits, we bring relief to ourselves and we recover and we heal. And we heal the organs in our bodies. We heal from a very deep place, from our sefirot, from, from our emotional attributes. And so from here is where the cease comes. When, when we have a not aligned part of ourselves, Inside of us, that's when the organs, the, the, the sinews, the limbs in the body start getting sick. So here we see that we can recover these ailments immediately and, to the, and we can bring recovery and healing to the world also. So this is why the acronym for the month of ER is Ani Hashem Rofeha, which means I Hashem, I'm, I Hashem, your healer. This is a month of healing, but in reality it comes from a very deep place and from working on ourselves and working on our, on our emotional attributes and rectifying them, refining ourselves and becoming the people that we want our kids to be. So I wish you a good month, a beautiful month, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.